Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. Hope you had a good weekend. Maybe you enjoyed a a boring Super Bowl here in the U.S., but let me tell you, regardless, here in the Northern Hemisphere, it's nice to be in February. Like I was saying, we're transitioning. You can see the light at the end of the tunnel. The cold weather is becoming a dimmer phenomenon, and Valentine's Day is on the way, so you can gorge on chocolates and hand out roses and all that kind of lovely stuff. So uh, it is, uh, it's a transitional period into the spring, and that's always nice. But, you know, since my last podcast, there has been a lot happening and some pretty big stories. In fact, you know, I have been talking for the longest time about this whole release of what they call ATIP, the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification, you know, uh, and, and, and this is the project the Pentagon was, was working on uh, to back engineer basically UFO debris here in Las Vegas, where I am right now, as a matter of fact. And I have done extensive podcasts about this, and I have uh, read you the letter that Senator Harry Reid wrote 10 years ago, I think, I believe it was 2009, uh, to the Department of Defense, where he was going down the list of, like, these amazing advances and, and, you know, achievements and possibilities that were all spiraling from what this project was discovering. Well, apparently, there is some kind of uh, law or whatever that says that when you are out of the the U.S. Senate, there is a period of like a couple of years um, before you can come out and start petitioning for things. And that period just ran out, and so guess what? Senator Harry Reid finally sat down on camera, not surprisingly, with George Knapp, who of course is the big investigative reporter here in Las Vegas. He's he's also one of the guest hosts on Coast to Coast AM. And Harry Reid sat down and actually verified on camera all these things that I have been telling you about and that George Knapp has been telling you about, and a lot of other people have been telling you about. And you have to understand now, Harry Reid is 79 years old, and he has pancreatic cancer. Terrible diagnosis. So, you know, let's just get real here. The guy knows that the clock is ticking for him. It reminds me of that TV show that I had proposed that I actually did a podcast about a TV program called Deathbed Confessions, where you have just profiles of people who, uh, you know, say something amazing or profound when they know that they're going to be dying soon. Is it morbid? Yeah, but it's also profound and fascinating and scintillating. And I mean, who, who wouldn't want to watch that? Because look, I don't give a shit how much money you have or how powerful people you can, you know, people consider you. When you are about to die, you don't know what's going to happen next. You know, there are a million theories, but nobody knows 
and that includes me. Uh, you know, I, I've heard a lot of stuff, and I can give you a lot of theories, but I can't tell you for certain what's going to happen when you die. And that's, you know, coming from a guy who studied this as, you know, like my my lifelong area of interest. So, that said, um, here is this man who was the Senate Majority Leader. Now, that's a major, major position to be in. You know, if, if you look at the secession from the president, I mean, senators are, you know, right pretty damn close you know pretty damn close to to the presidency and so to have a senate majority leader like harry reed sit down when he knows he's dying and you know want to do th- this interview about this thing like he could have sat down and done an interview about anything right and we would have listened to it because we would have said well this, you know this is a a man who's had a hell of a life and was in a position to know a lot of things but this is what he chose to sit down and talk about and i uh i actually tweeted a link to the page where you can go and watch this for yourself but i'll just give you a few highlights he says and this is a quote you can't just hide your head in the sand and say these things are not happening. We have military installations where hundreds and hundreds of people who are there see these things. Okay, that's a quote. Uh, Then he goes on, uh, and this is another quote. He says, um, quote, it's not just here in the United States. There are certain places... We don't understand why, but there are more occurrences and have been for a long time, end quote. And he goes on to say that basically, look, all these efforts to petition Congress to pass new laws and stuff like that, yeah, you know, they're noble, they're they're well-intentioned, but he says that, that that's not going to do any good. He, he said, you know, laws get just bogged down in uh, the, the quagmire. He said, what we need, and I'm looking at this uh, on paper here. He said, we need somebody in the Pentagon who needs uh, uh, somebody who will do something, quote, a little different, end quote. So he is telling you that the Pentagon is where the truth lies. Now, that should not be a surprise to you because I've always said my whole life that, you know, the military is what actually controls everything because, yeah, you you can talk and legislate, but at the end of the day, it's guys with guns, guys and gals, I want to make sure, I'm covering all my bases. It's people with guns who go go out and enforce things, you know? That's ultimately where the power lies. And so we have the most powerful country in the world because we have the most powerful military in the world, and the seat of the military is the Pentagon. 
So it is powers within the Pentagon, and those powers go all the way back to World War II, by the way, even though, um, you know, we're getting to the point where some of our World War II heroes are unfortunately dying off. You know, my grandfather fought in World War II as a very young man, and uh, I, you know, had the great privilege of of sitting down and having him tell me about his stories which he had told to no one else because he did not like to talk about that uh, before he had a, a stroke which led to his eventual demise in his 90s so you have to understand here that um yes the 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 powers at the pentagon are the ones who are controlling this flow of information and Eventually, uh, the tide will will turn, things will change, and that is the purpose of the human life cycle. You know, you get to live for a while, and then you die, and then fresh people come in, and then they live, and then they die, and then, you know, that's how it goes. That's why it was set up to work that way. So, all this information that is currently um, being kept secret... Uh, regarding UFOs and other worldly uh, technology will eventually come out officially and be released. As far as I'm concerned, it's already been done, but I know what you're 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 all looking for like a big press conference on CNN or or you know whatever where somebody comes out and says, "Okay, here's what we have." Um you, you know, we're all looking for that and Listen, if you're somebody with the Pentagon uh, or you are in a position to influence somebody at the Pentagon, let me tell you, this is such a big thing that you have access to that it transcends uh, defense. So it will be eventually released. It will be eventually talked about. And so you have to just ask yourself, do I want to go down in history as being a part of that because if you weigh everything out and I know you can think I'm just you know blowing smoke here because what do I know I I don't have access to the Pentagon but you have to ask yourself if this is going to happen eventually um, is this not something that is so important for humankind uh, you know that that we need to just go ahead and uh, and put it out there so that it's treated no differently than the atomic bomb. I mean, there was a long time when we tried to keep the atomic bomb a secret thing, and we don't do that anymore uh, because we can't. <laughs> uh, but that's the same situation. It's, it, it's going to be leaked out. It's going to be revealed. So you can either be on the cool side of history where this is released or kind of the uh, the medieval side of history, which is trying to sort of be like Gollum holding on to my precious before it slips from your fingers. Um, so clearly you see how I come down on this. Hey, if it gets out there and we all destroy ourselves and the planet blows up and we all well then we deserve it, okay? Screw us. We deserve it. 
But anyway, that's a, a really interesting development. And there are all kinds of other, like, uh, kind of strange things happening that kind of harken back to some of the podcasts that I've done over the past year. You know, I did a podcast about the uh, Diet Law of Pass there in Russia, and the Russians just had a big press conference where they sat down and announced that they are going to create a whole new investigation into what happened at the Diet Law of Pass. Now, that occurred 60 years ago in 1959. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you just scroll back through the podcasts and you'll and, and you'll find it. I know there are a lot of these podcasts, but you know it's not that hard to scroll and you know see what you're looking for, do a search, find it, whatever. And so uh, that's you know one of the greatest mysteries. I've scratched my head many times regarding exactly what happened there. Uh, I think what they, if they're honestly going to do this research. What they'll find is that uh, there was some kind of um, maybe Russian Cold War technology that was being tested in that area at that time that killed those young people. But um, but that's pretty cool that here we are in a situation where these Russians have sat down and said, okay, uh, th- this is such a great mystery. It's a it's a, a real phenomenon. It's something that we can potentially solve, and so they are now putting this team together that's going to go out there and forensically re-examine everything, and then come back and try to give us some kind of an answer about you know historically what happened. So that's a pretty amazing thing. Um, but there's so much stuff going on right now. Um, here's one thing that, uh, actually, you know what, let, let, let me just, let me just pack as much as I can into this podcast, because I have a really busy week coming up before I have to head to, uh, Colorado and, and, you know, film with George Norrie and all that. So I, I, I'm just going to pack like two or three other things into this podcast that I think are are really interesting. So, you know I'm here in Las Vegas. And you know I talk a lot about gambling. But you see, it's to me about viewing this area as a laboratory. So that is to say, I'm not out here going and you know, mortgaging the house and stuff and blowing it. Uh, What I like to do is is go into a casino or any type of, you know, gambling situation. And I like to put uh, maybe a $20 bill in there. And to me, it's a challenge to see how far I can stretch that $20 bill. Because I'm thinking... I have taken a $20 bill before and turned it into thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Uh, And to me, the only way you can get from a $20 bill to thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars is by having some kind of um, ESP, some kind of psychic thing going on, some kind of manifestation happening. Uh, Call it luck, call it, you know, the blessing of the Lord, whatever you want to call it. I believe that there is, you know, something that happens when you get into that kind of a situation 
and everything just starts clicking your way. And so I'm learning from this, and I and I treat this again as a laboratory. So this is something weird. I know some of you won't like this. You'll you'll think it sounds dark and nasty, but over the years. I have met a lot of people, okay, I, like you you know, I don't have to tell you, I've traveled around the world, and I've met a lot of people working on a lot of different projects, TV shows, live events, you can, you can possibly imagine, and some people that you meet instantly energize you, like you just, you meet the person, and all of a sudden, you feel like you've got your second or third or fourth wind, you know what I mean? It, it, it's just, it's amazing. And and those are the, the people that you really want to be around, the people that energize you and, and give you some kind of, you know, positive radiation. But then, of course, we have what we often call the psychic vampire, right? And the psychic vampire is that person who does the opposite. You meet that person and you just feel so drained and so dreary. Sometimes just the mention of that person's name does it. Just like that. In fact, I've gotten to the point in my life where I have started to sort of judge whether or not I should associate with somebody by how that I feel instantly upon hearing that person's name. Or seeing it on my phone or whatever. As soon as I see your name or hear your name, if I feel, ugh, well, that's not good, you know, because I don't have to sub- subject myself to that. Um, you know, fortunately, I've I've behaved myself for all these years, these decades, so that means that I have the choice of determining what I get to do. I have freedom, and I don't have to hang out with you, and I don't have to talk to you if you're one of those people. But fortunately, most of the people that I know do the opposite. I hear and uh, something, or I get something, and I say, "Oh, I like this." So right off the bat, you see what I'm saying, and and I'm sure that you can go down your own list, and you can think of people in your own life who also would sort of fit that bill. People who actually are going to make you feel energized and positive and make you a more productive, healthy, happy person versus people who will bring you down. So here is the thing that you may or may not like. So Lauren and I, uh, probably about mm, two weeks ago, we there's this one particular bar that we like to stop at sometimes when we're on our way back home to pick up food to bring back home and while you're sitting at the bar they have these little computer screens on the bar which are gambling machines so the idea is okay if you gamble while you're waiting for your food or whatever well then um you know, maybe you'll win, maybe you won't, but in the meantime, you know, they'll give you free drinks. So, pretty good deal. Uh, so, we usually stop at uh, this place. There are a couple others that are similar that have pretty good food. And uh, then, you know, you have a glass of wine or whatever as you're playing, and then it's on the house, and it's all it's all good fun. So, anyway, 
I'm sitting there in front of my machine, and Lauren is sitting to my left in front of her machine. And I am winning like crazy, okay? I'm getting bonus after bonus after bonus. And Lauren, on the other hand, is she's having the opposite experience. She just she says, "I, you know, this is going nowhere. All it is is lose, 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 lose." However, to Lauren's left, there was a lady sitting there who was yippee, yay, hallelujah. She's winning. So I'm winning. Probably not as much as that lady was, by the way she was acting, but you never know. So I'm winning, this other lady's winning, but Lauren's sitting between the two of us, and, you know, she's not doing any good. I said, Lauren, let's do an experiment. I know that this may not be a nice thing to do, but what the hell, it's an experiment, uh, let's, let, you know, it's not the, not the end of the world. I want you, like, we have no idea who this woman is over here who's having all this luck but I want you to imagine that you are a vampire and you are going to suck all of her good luck energy away from her and yes it's going to ruin that woman's luck but you're going to get it so let's try this out she says well how do I do that and I said well look just envision this you know, just, you don't have to be obvious about it. You you know, if you don't have to like close your eyes and meditate, I said, just use your imagination. Lauren, you know, is an artist, so she's got a pretty good imagination. I said, use your imagination and start in, inhaling deeply. Just take deep, deep breaths. And just imagine that every time you take a breath in, you're sucking her good luck away from her and into you. And then you exhale that into the machine. And then you, again, you you suck it away from her and you exhale that into the machine. And she goes, okay, I get it. So Lauren starts doing this. Well, I think you can guess how the story goes from here. Lauren starts winning like you wouldn't believe. And the other woman, suddenly, her machine goes cold. And so she's all sad and... Oh, you know, her, manic depressed if she went from manic, you know, boom. Right? And so we were both like, oh, man, that's pretty cool. You know, that, 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 that seemed, was that a coincidence? Maybe. So last night we're at a machine because we went to a, a bar uh, to hang out and just watch the Super Bowl. I don't watch football uh, 90% of the time, but usually if the Super Bowl comes around, I'll go out and uh, at least watch that because everybody makes such a big deal out of it and the commercials and everything. And plus, I wanted to see what the Super Bowl is like if you're in Vegas uh, when everybody's betting on stuff. And so uh, so anyway, we, we were at a casino last night and we're sitting in a machine. Very similar situation arises and we start getting bonus after bonus after bonus after bonus after I mean uh, won a lot of money and I said Lauren you're my lucky charm tonight and she goes yeah I've been sucking all the energy off of this woman I'm like oh god I've created a monster so now Lauren is this vampire she's this psychic vampire apparently that's like sucking good luck 
off of other people who are winning and channeling it. But I know, I know what you're thinking. This is not good. But what's amazing is that life can work that way. You just have to pause for a moment. And you just have to envision life that way. Because if you think of life that way, suddenly you will start to realize, oh my goodness, there are all these other forces that I can tap into and take advantage of that I'm not even thinking about right now. And if you stop and you think about them, you can draw it all in just with your breath. You know, just by taking a moment and just stopping and chilling out and just, you know, your, your breath and your imagination. You, you breathe in and you imagine what you want coming into you and then you exhale what you don't want or what you want to project depending on the situation. And if you can get that down pat, I mean, I'm telling you, you can start working this world around you like some kind of classic martial artist just, you know, going with the flow, man. I'm telling you, it, it's amazing how well it can work. So because you listen to this podcast, I know that you are an intelligent and insightful person, and I consider you therefore a responsible and wise person. So I know that what I've just told you, as simple as it is, is something that you will use responsibly and wisely. I trust that. I entrust that to you. But if you don't believe me, well, just go try it out. I I don't know how to compare it to another situation in your life. You know, I'm using a very blatant example with just using a gambling machine. And again, that's always a great convenient reference for me when I'm here is just to say, okay, well, well, let's look at it in in, in these terms. But however your life is going and whatever your day-to-day makeup is and whatever, just start thinking about taking if you have to. I mean, just experiment with it. Taking energy from one place and putting it into you, even if that means that some somebody or something else has to lose it, um, just try it out. And I know that I am inspiring some people to be psychic vampires for the first time, but you know what? You probably already are a psychic vampire of some kind, and you don't even know it. So maybe what I'm doing here is uh, giving you some tips so that you will be a little more careful with what you project and what you breathe into your body. But your imagination is a real key. Now, I don't know what imagination taps into, but it does tap into something about the energy around your body and the part of your brain that gets excited. So there's a little little key, little lesson for you on becoming a psychic vampire. A couple other things that I want to tell you before I wrap up this podcast. Okay, for one thing, you know Christian McLeod, the cryptid guy. Um, you know, Christian has been a great friend for a long time, and he works all the time with uh, M&D Paranormal. You've heard him talk about uh, Tiny and Slim, etc., and they just put out a new podcast on YouTube with some uh, where they're talking about some of the best video evidence that they've captured. And I'm telling you, man, it was it was an, they, they captured some impressive stuff. I mean, there is one video clip in particular um, 
that shows some kind of an anomaly shooting across a room toward I guess it's like a rubber or plastic ball like a kid would play with and you see this anomaly shoot right over there you even see the lady on camera look in that direction and then you see this ball very obviously react to that energy film uh, they have another piece of uh, footage that looks very much like the footsteps of a ghost or an apparition appearing and walking across the floor now one of the great things about Christian and M&D Paranormal is that I know them personally uh, they've taken my paranormal investigation course online, which if you have not done that, that's something you should consider also. You'll find it at my curiosity shop. Even if you're not interested in being a paranormal investigator, you will enjoy the hell out of you know taking the course because you get to sit there and get presented with the most amazing evidence you've ever seen for everything you can imagine. Um, again, if you go to joshuapwarren.com, you know there's no period after the P. You go to joshuapwarren.com, you, you go to the Curiosity Shop, uh, and you'll scroll down. You can find the information on the classes there. Uh, not only have they done that, but they are people that I know. I mean, I just... I know how they work. I know the methods they use. And I'm telling you, this is authentic footage. And it's really, really good stuff. If you go to my Twitter account, at Joshua P. Warren there, which, again, you can just access through my website, you'll or my Facebook page, you'll see the link I put to their new podcast where they talk about some of this evidence that they have captured. And I will be telling you, uh, in the future, more about that at some point. I'm just I'm 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 too slammed uh, over the next couple of weeks with all the stuff I'm doing. But at some point, I'm going to get them on the podcast here with me, uh, and, and I'm going to ask them you know very detailed, specific questions about the scenario and and, and what you're seeing there. But it's some good stuff. So I hope that you'll go to my Twitter page. And uh, click the link and check out the the new podcast there from them. Uh, also, while you're there, I want to take a poll. I want to take a poll from you. That's one of the cool things you can do on Twitter. It's very simple. You can just put up a simple poll. And you can ask, do you want this or this? So, this week is uh i i think it's kind of a big week because i'm going to release another parasymatics 2.0 audio clip and i'm going to release video footage for the first time ever showing me conducting parasymatics 2.0 research so you're going to have a clear idea about how i'm doing this and what's happening so, I have a number of things I could release next, but I figure, hey, you know, let's have some fun with this. I want to see what you would prefer next. I So, I'm going to put a poll there on my Twitter page, and you can vote, would you rather hear, as the next thing I release this week, the tone created by a crop circle, or the tone created 
from the Egyptian Book of the Dead. I know. It's kind of a tough one, isn't it? I have a feeling which way it will go, but I don't want to say because I don't want to, you know, interfere with what happens naturally. So, again, all this is going to sort of happen around the same time. I'll, I'll release the video and then I'll release the tone. So I'm just going to post this poll up just for, I don't know, may a day or two, a couple days. So go right now and put in your vote. What do you want to hear next? The tone I was able to get from what appears to be one of the most legitimate, well-respected crop circles from England or the Egyptian Book of the Dead, which goes back thousands of years and has been used in all kinds of crazy ways. So go right now to my Twitter account and put in your vote and I'll I'll release I'll release whatever you come up with. Whatever my audience decides, that will be what you get to hear released this week. So anyway, look, you know it's a busy week. I have a hell of a lot of stuff going on here. I have some projects I can't even really talk about yet. So if you go to joshuapwarren.com, you will find the link to that Twitter page and the Curiosity Shop where I sell all kinds of amazing stuff. I'm going to be debuting a new product uh, next weekend that I think is going to blow your mind. Uh, so you definitely want to make sure that you subscribe to my free e-newsletter so you'll be the first person in the world to know what this thing is that I'm going to be revealing. But this podcast is called Joshua P. Warren Daily. That's because I try leave one for you every day (laughs) i don't always succeed but i try it's always short it's always free there are no commercials it's independent it's uncensored if you click the link on my website to joshua p warren daily you'll be able to subscribe through various means to this podcast or just follow me on twitter at joshua p warren at joshua p warren and i will tweet when a new one is available so that's it for today my goodness what an exciting week we are all in for not to mention what you're going to be learning about mm, six or seven days from now okay so thank you for listening thank you for your interest and support thank you for staying curious and i will talk to you again soon